welcome to the show, man. You don't look like you're nervous or anything. You got a lot going on tomorrow, man. Yeah, it'll be a busy day. It'll be a busy day. I obviously have you know, a whole day to make sure that uh, things go smoothly. And, you know, that this guy has a, a pretty tough match in the co-main event for a title. So, yeah, like you said, Steve, it's going to be a busy day. Uh, when's this day going to start, Christos? I mean, I think the event, what, starts at 5, doors open at 4. When do you actually have to get to the, the venue and start, like, get organizing stuff? Uh, for, I mean, for a grappling event, there's not necessarily a crazy amount of things that need to be set up when you set up the mass, the commentary table, or warm-up areas, things like that. Uh, it's more so just making sure everybody's ready to go and know what the deal is. So, any, anyone who is competing, I would say get there as early as possible. But, uh, yeah, if you're coming to spectate, you know, there's there no seats or, uh, like, the tickets aren't per, by seat, you know. It's all just 50 bucks and general admission. So if you want a good seat, get there early. I get there, you know, right when doors open. If not, you know, uh, definitely before the matches begin, if you, if you want to make sure you get a good place to, see, uh, you know, to sit. But no matter where you are, you're going to have a good view. So as long as you're at Enigma, you, you're going to have a good time, I promise. <laughs> well, last time I was at uh, one of your events or at – I don't know if it was at the same venue, but you had a beautiful uh, chairs set around the mats, and then there was standing uh, standing room. Is there going to be that room for the people to stand in the back, or is it just seating seating only? Yeah, we're going to have a bunch of seats, and uh, people don't want to stand are more than welcome to stand. So, you know, your ticket just gets you in the building, and then you can kind of do whatever from there. Um, yeah. Excellent. Well, Nick... You'll be competing here, as uh, Christo said, co-main event. Isn't your first rodeo, uh, you know, matching up on an Enigma event? How uh, excited are you to get back there and uh, be a co-main event here with a, a huge, huge plethora of eyes that are going to be watching this event? Uh, pretty good. Uh, I'm pretty much excited to compete. I'm always excited to compete and uh, just show new skill sets that I've been uh, working on that I've been trying to acquire. Uh, I know my uh, opponent, at least, stylistically is more so of a, of a guard puller. So I'm not trying to pull guard. I'm more so looking to pass and uh, hopefully finish the match with a, an upper body submission. Um, I would be more so uh, shocked if he decided to, to try to wrestle or come up from bottom. If he does, great. Uh, you know, I, I'm comfortable there too. But other than that, I just see it being me uh, trying to pass and him trying to get leg, uh, leg entanglements, trying to re-guard. And then I got 15 minutes, so it's a long time to, to you know, do what I got to do. Now, the gentleman you'll be going against is uh, uh, Mr. Navarro. Is that how you say his name, Christos? Yeah, Mike Navarrete. Oh, uh, Navarrete, uh, I'm sorry. I screwed up. I butchered his whole last name. I'm sorry, my man. He <laughs> is, uh, he's been at a, an, a, a tournament of two of yours, uh, Christos. I do believe... He might have been a champ or, or won a money prize at, at one of them, correct? Yeah, 100%. So uh, the, the deal was with the last grappling that we threw the evening invitational for that, you know, the, the bracket, the tournament that, you know, finished off the night at 155 pounds, just for a thousand bucks. But the deal was the winner of that tournament would also get a shot at Nick for, for his lightweight championship. So, yeah, Mike, Mike got the win. He got two submissions. Uh, fairly quickly got through a regulation and the one in the final against Billy Garofalo uh, by, by ride time. So, yeah, Mike's competed for us before, too. He's super game. He's 3-0 and technically under Enigma because his matches, uh, you know, in that bracket. So 
undefeated challenger coming in, taking on uh, you know undefeated under Enigma, also the champion. It's gonna uh, is just one of the few matches I'm very excited for, but but definitely you know uh, up there on the list. Well, I know uh, you know some of you uh, jujitsu practitioners uh, meet each other you know on mats and other places, other tournaments and stuff like that, and. You know, now a bunch of them are coming to Enigma. Nick, have you ever, um, you know, rolled against him or been in other tournaments with him? I, have, I, I haven't uh, had the pleasure of rolling against him in, like, a competitive setting, so this would be the first time. I got to see him roll in person. Uh, I did the uh, Iron Man Grappling 2. I was, uh, I believe I was the main event for that versus uh, DeAndre uh, Corby, who had a phenomenal performance at Trials. He uh, made it to the semis. And uh, I went up against him. I came up short. Uh, Mike came up short in the finals of the of that ADCC style tournament that uh, the Ironman Grappling Promotions were uh, held for at uh, 145, I believe. Yeah, 145. So um, pretty much for me, I got to see again what I was expecting, which was very much similar to everything I've seen uh, footage related, right? Like everything you know that's on uh, the Enigma Promotions TV or just uh, some stuff here and there that I found of, of him uh, competing. Again, it's just very much him very relaxed, plays a lot of supine, gets into the legs, hits leg entanglements, and is looking to uh, submit via, via leg locks, heel hooks, that sort of thing. Um, I feel confident. I have, like, if not the best, the best, um, you know, leg lockers in the world in the room that I come from. I feel like I have a, a substantial amount of confidence in my leg lock defense. And uh, I don't feel concerned if he gets into my legs because I, 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 you know, I've had Craig Jones on my legs, Damian Anderson on my legs, um, just, you know, Nikki Ryan, like just great leg lockers in general. So I'm looking forward to see how he feels in those positions and ultimately seeing how he deals with adversity when he can't finish me with a leg lock. Like, what is he going to do? Because I'm not trying to have a 15-minute match. I'm trying to see, like, you know... Uh, if I can uh, apply pressure, maybe he gets me in a leg entanglement, nothing comes of it from his end, and I'm back to applying pressure. Can he, you know, keep going? Does he have the, uh, like I said, the ability to fight adversity and to, to utilize his game and, and not get discouraged? I want That's actually the, the number one thing I want to know from this match is how, how game he is to, to really go for uh, his uh, preferred submission. Excellent. Well... A, a great, great co-main. Uh, Christos, back to you, my guy. Uh, you have some crazy talent and coaches coming along with this crazy talent. you got uh, competitors in New Jersey from uh, New York, you know, Matt Serra's gym, uh, which, you know, David comes from, and, uh, you know, Tom DeBlas students, uh, you know, Danaher, guys like Nick Ortiz, what is going through your head, man? I mean, you have a huge, a huge ton of jujitsu eyes that are going to be in your building, man. What's going through a young mind like yourself that put on such a great, great event happening tomorrow? Yeah, obviously a lot of excitement. I feel like with this one, it just kind of snowballed, to be honest. Like once we started getting... You know, some some people that are pretty popular on the card. Like I, I think the first match I announced was was PJ and Sean. And once people saw that, they were like, "Oh wow, all right, these guys are really leveling up." And you know, the level of competition they're bringing in. And then we, I think the next one we announced was Nick versus Mike. 
co-main event. So everyone was like, okay, shit, like, <laughs> this is going to be wild. And then we just started adding a bunch of crazy matchups. Uh, Frank Rosenthal and Manny Vasquez are also going to compete for the inaugural 145 pound title. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we also had Calvin Tacey, who we talked to the other day, I know, taking on Brad Schneider and their trilogy, which should be, uh, which should be, Again, you know, one of the craziest matches of the evening. You could really say that, I feel, about any of the matches on the yeah, card. Even yeah. every match, everyone's just like, damn, I don't know, like, this is going to be a good match. But there's not one match where it's like, all right, let's just get through this one. It's like every single one, I'm genuinely interested to see what happens. I think we did a, you know, pretty fair job, if I would have to say, with the matchmaking. I think most of the matches are, uh, you know, between guys with similar records or similar experience. So, it should be a good time. And like I said, I think a big part of it was, you know, it's the ball. People asked how, you know, how big the goal was to make it in the beginning. And they kind of got on board. And I think, you know, using that word again, snowball, I think that you're going to snowball to Enigma 6 in January. And uh, it's just going to keep getting bit bigger and bigger. That's the goal. And that's, that's what's going to happen. Excellent, my man. Well, congratulations, bro. From, you know, that little uh, ice cube that rolled down the hill that's turned into, you know, something that's, you know, really, really made its own lane here in New England and beyond, man. Uh, you know, as far as these uh, competitors coming in, and, and there's a lot of belts on the line, uh, a lot of bragging rights on the line with the Calvin Tacey, the trilogy there. Uh, Nick, as far as you, um, you've moved around a little bit. You are based now, I believe, in Texas. Uh, man, who did you uh, travel down there to uh, join uh, forces with? And, we, you know, what, what camps are you, uh, you mainly focused in uh, in Texas? Oh, so uh, so from Puerto Rico, like you uh, like you said, we uh, I moved to uh, Texas. I pretty much joined the B team, so I'm under Craig Jones, and uh, it's a great training environment. I uh, I learn there, I instruct there. It's probably one of the best uh, gyms in terms of just like a really good quality of uh, just the. Uh, I, I just can't really explain like the the, the you're you're trying to. I think with any gym, you're trying to cultivate a uh, a community that that is uh, pretty much conducive to not only learning but just you know good people. Like you don't, it only takes like one bad apple to spoil the bunch, right? So I feel like at, at our gym, uh, at the B team, it feels like everybody's a good apple. Everybody is very much conducive to learning, uh, wanting to learn, wanting to help others. Um, yeah, I just feel like it, it fits my personality and. And what I see for myself, uh, you know, today, tomorrow, five years from now, that sort of thing. Excellent. Um, as far as people in your corner, are you using friends and, uh, you know, competitors, friends, you know, training partners that you roll around here? Or do you have someone from that camp or someone around that is going to be uh, cornering you for your co-main event? I believe uh, Placido Santos is going to corner me. He cornered me for my match with uh, Alex uh, West. So, uh, you know, Placido is a great corner. He's a great competitor. He did a, first of all, he had an amazing match versus a Cody Steele. I'm looking forward to his match. I'm looking forward to see how he does uh, tomorrow. And, um, yeah, I just feel like uh, Placido, again, he, he's very game. He understands what I'm trying to do in terms of goals that I'm trying to elicit. And uh, he's a very good problem solver. So because of that, I know he's going to be a, a, a great coach and a, uh, you know, a great person to have in my corner for tomorrow's match. Excellent. Well, back to you, Christos. He mentions, uh, you know, Placido here. Placido is also competing, I do believe. Does he have a, a, a super fight also? Did he get a matchup? I know he was uh, going to go against Sean, uh, but th 
that those two guys are going to be fighting or competing somewhere else, different weights or so. Uh, did he get another matchup? Yes, yeah, everybody's competing. Everybody. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, so that so, actually. Go ahead. I'm he's sorry. going to fight Max Hansen. So Max, a lot of people, especially around here, don't know him, but he uh, he just went. He I think he made it the same round at the ADCC trials as Placido. He made it to day two, which I believe is final sixteen. Yes, yeah, so he made it to day two, just like Placido did. And uh, I, I'm not sure who he lost to, but even just to make it to day two at trials is a pretty big deal if you ask most people. So, you know, the fact that he went that far that day as well, that's another match we're super excited for. And I think the winner of that match really, uh, whether it would have been Sean Yadi Marco versus Placido or Max Hansen versus Placido, I think the winner of that match, that's, you know, a, a number one contender sort of match. And it's taken, but they're both about 170 pounds. That's what they competed at at ADCC. So, you know, the winner of that match, I would be, uh, you know, I'd have no problem giving them a title shot against whoever wins in the main event, PJ versus uh, PJ versus Sean. And there's fights to make it 185 too. Don't forget, Melanson is uh, the 185 pound champion. So, we got Piersma and Yadi Marco competing, and you know that that's a way that they could definitely both make. So. That that match right there is another title contender, if you ask me. There's a there's there's a lot of good matches. There, there's a there's a lot to talk about talk about after tomorrow, heading into January, bro. You have lots of options, man. Uh, great, great for you. Uh, you mentioned Piersma going against uh, uh, Yari Marco. You have some um, MMA guys coming here and uh, testing their skills against uh, 24/7 jiu-jitsu practitioners. When I talked to Piersma. That was something that he was looking forward to coming in and testing himself against someone that, you know, practices and is a competitor in jiu-jitsu 24-7 where he, you know, competes every so often in tournaments, but mostly he focuses on as an MMA pro career, man. Uh, man, you're giving everyone a little taste and a little piece of this pie tomorrow, bro. A lot of people get work. Uh, how do you make these matchups and how do you uh, get that going, getting, you know, the both sides of the coins to compete on your mat. Sure, sure. Uh, well, with with uh, Jonathan specifically, you know, his management, obviously, uh, you know, uh, Larson reached out to me and said, hey, do you have any grappling mats for this guy? And so well, I, I can look. And then the match between, you know, Placido and Yanni Marco, we realized, look, they're not going to do this. They're competing in two separate weight divisions at ADCC, like two weeks before, or at the trials, rather, and it's just not going to. It's not going to work. Like, Sean's going to be too big. Plus, is going to be too small. So, mm. we realized the match wasn't going to work. And then, uh, you know, I said, well, we have Sean Yeti Marco, who, you know, tore it up at the first event. The only guy he lost to was Nick Fury. Uh, if you guys want that matchup's yours. They were down. Sean was down. So, uh, yeah, we made it happen. And the thing that, honestly, I find the most intriguing about this, and, you know, you, you see, like, most fights, like, oh, I'm a mega average jiu-jitsu guy. So, you guys can win. But with this one, like, uh, Jonathan's three and zero MMA with three finishes, all three by submission. So it kind of adds a little bit of uh, it adds a little bit to it. It's like, man, this guy's subbing everyone for MMA fights. Let's see, you know, what he can do on the jiu-jitsu mat. Um, yeah, that, that, I'm, I'm very. That's a match I'm very excited for. And uh, a few other MMA fighters do very well, like Connor Matthews. We got on the card the other day. The controller MMA. He uh, <laughs> he's going to take Garofalo. We we didn't even make that match until I think like three or four days ago, like the day before we uh we announced it. Um yeah, I remember like Connor was supposed to fight a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I'm sure he's in to compete and I said, man, would you like the grappling match next weekend? He's like, fuck it, we'll do it. You know, why not? 
I think he his exact words were "why not" <laughs> when he texted me back. So uh, yeah, he said okay to fight Dylan, who obviously super game. He's got a great Enigma record as well. I don't remember off the top of my head, but he only has that one loss to uh, to Mike by a ride time. So he's never been submitted at Enigma. So so he's got pretty good rep going in. So that'll be another great one, Dylan Garofalo and Connor Matthews. But as far as MMA guys, I know Manny Vasquez. Uh, has a bunch of pro fights. He's fighting Frank Rosenthal for the belt. Richie Santiago. Chad. Richie Santiago coming in. Is he? Is he? Richie on? Santiago. Yes, he's <laughs> been fighting earlier in the night because he, he actually he has to go to. Uh, yeah. He's got to fly to Springfield, the corner DC. Daniel yeah. Cormier. Who, Cormier. Who, who has been on your uh, in your tournament who, at once? Yeah. yeah <laughs> who fought for the title last time? Exactly. Well, to to get back to Connor, and then I'll jump to Nick, and then I'll let you finish off and give all the information we're going to need for tomorrow. But, you know, get to Connor. You mentioned that he had a fight fall through, a big fight at Cage Titans. Connor's trying to get to the UFC, and he's he's there. I mean, he needs a fight or two before they suck that kid up because he's got a huge following. He's doing great things. He's got... You know, he, he served our country. He's has, he has veterans behind him. So he's fighting for a lot of people other than himself. For you to give him this opportunity, he's feeding some of these sponsors and, uh, you know, being able to keep a light and shine for some of these people that he support heading into a big tournament, uh, you know, at Enigma. So, you know, hats off to you for this falling in, you know, at the right time, the right place for guys like that, that fights fall through and they can get some work. Uh, with that said, Nick, back to you, my man. Um, co-main event, you got a lot of time to wait around. Um, there's a lot of matches through the day. And uh, I think, you know, he, he mentioned uh, Dylan and stuff. I You've rolled with a few of these competitors that are going to be there tomorrow. What are you looking forward to seeing as far as, as a fan? Because I've sat next to you at Enigma in the past. And you sat there as a fan, just like me, watching these guys and uh, ladies roll. What are you looking forward to as that fan aspect? Uh, what's going to happen tomorrow? I guess, I mean, from the prelims up to the to the main card, I, I think more so I'm just looking forward to just uh, really just being there. I love jujitsu. I love watching any sort of jujitsu. Uh, I like the idea of the progression of local talent, like how much better, because I remember certain people and I want to know how much better have they gotten from one competition to another. Um, I, I'm glad I get to be there early because for me, more so than anything, I think it's important for me to be there. I'm not the kind of person that uh, wants to show up in my matches in like five minutes. I'm not that kind of guy because I, I feel like I can't really uh, engage in this, uh, I don't know, just, just normalize the whole area for me. Like I, I want to be able to uh, pretty much make it as normal as possible. I feel like if I get there too late, then I won't be able to do that. So I'm looking forward to just watching as much jujitsu as possible and just being like, oh, yeah. This is uh this is what I do. All right, let's do this. Yeah, that sort of thing. <laughs> well, one of those guys rolling alongside you could be that next opponent that uh, you'll be taking, uh, you know, with the hand raised on uh, tomorrow, man. Christos, uh, we're going to end with you, my man. Information, what do we need uh, as far as fans out there? Because I'm going to be sending this, uh, this uh, little interview out uh, right after we get off here. So whatever you need to send out there to these fans, uh, uh, as far as streams, as far as buying tickets, as far as like show starts and, and all that good stuff, let it go. Yeah, tickets are available. Link in our bio or on our website. You can find them. They're, they're pretty easy to access. We do them all online. If you want to, uh, you want to support, you know, someone competing, and you know, purchase the ticket with their name, give them some credit. You can do that online. 
you know, we'll take cash at the door. We're not going to say no to you guys, but uh, it makes it a lot easier, you know, if you buy them online. But, you know, cash is great, too, so it's whatever. Uh, you'll get a bracelet once you get there, so you can go in and out as you please. You know, you want to watch a match and then leave, get food and come back or whatever. That's totally cool. There's going to be a bar. There's actually two bars in the venue, the much bigger than the last one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, I, I think people will be very surprised at the venue. The Castleton uh, Banquet and Conference Center in Wyndham, New Hampshire. The place is beautiful. It's right on a lake. Uh, fit, fits a lot of people. The room is nice and big. Warm-up areas are nice and big. They do, they do big-time boxing events there like almost every other week, and they pack that place with like a thousand people. So the the venue is beautiful. They've been awesome to work with. All the competitors have been awesome to work with. Everyone seems very excited. And, uh, yeah, doors open at four matches, start at five. Yeah, don't miss it. It, it will be the greatest jiu-jitsu show ever in New England, ever. Uh, I mean that when I say that. I believe it, that it, it, it's going to be the best grappling show we've ever seen here. And uh, that's be the case for each and every single one of these after so i'm very excited i'm excited to you know this is still the beginning that's that's where i'll leave it this is still the beginning just what we look like in a year two years five years you know excellent my man well platform you're given to uh you know have these competitors in new england and beyond like nick uh get eyes new eyes on them and you know new goals achieved uh, Christos, uh, you know, last thing, what are you going to be doing tomorrow besides running around and organizing? Are you commentating? I know you're going to be, you know, on the mic here and there. What's your job other than putting this whole event together? Yeah, I'm going to be hanging around, like you said, making sure everything runs smoothly. Maybe I'll commentate a couple matches. Uh, Bobby's going to be on commentary for all the matches, as well as uh, I believe Robert Deagle is going to comment, uh, commentate some of them as well. So he's a very, very knowledgeable guy when it comes to jiu-jitsu and a lot of other things too he speaks very well so we have a really solid commentary team whether it's me and bobby or robert and bobby uh it's going to be solid then we got eric reffing uh who's easily the best for everybody loves eric and then uh yeah i mean i'm going to be announcing that's like probably the most i'm going to have to do uh then we got you interviewing everybody after joe Rogan's style which everybody's been loving by the way everyone is so excited to get interviewed Oh, stop. Hey, I, look, I got a haircut and a shave just for the... <laughs> and to end on that note, Nick, man, you got a fabulous haircut. And I saw you today with Bobby the Barber. Man, he set you up there with a, a, a fade and high top there. Is that what, we're gonna, is that what that's called? Yeah, pretty much. I got a mutton chops, uh, mutton chop cut, and then the high top fade. So Excellent. Look, look good, feel good. Excellent, man. You feel that air go through you, man? I, I mean, it's a breeze, bro. <laughs> but that's it. Christos, man, can't wait to see you tomorrow. I'll be there early uh, just hanging out and, uh, you know, looking at the stars in attendance there, man. It's going to be huge. Uh, I'll be shaking in my shoes when I have to interview some of these people. But uh, it's, you know, it's a learning experience. And like you said, you're just getting started, brother, and I'm glad to be a part of it with you. So uh, congratulations, guys. I'll see you tomorrow, man. Thank you.